the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bill Bunkley here. It is a Friday afternoon. We're almost there. My brothers and sisters, so just hang in. Bill Bunkley Live. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Glad to have you back this afternoon. And uh, sorry, it's been a little bit of a spotty week for your host. And that's because, uh, you know, I've got some challenges day in and day out. And uh, still continuing my uh, toe-to-toe boxing match with leukemia. And so there's some good days and bad days and family days and all sorts of days. So yesterday, um, just sorry I couldn't be with you. In fact, I want to say for those of you who uh, attended yesterday's Tampa Bay Day of Prayer annual brunch, um, I was supposed to deliver the prayer for the media yesterday. And I want to tell you that it's been a struggle all week with my strength and vitality in terms of taking a a whole array of drugs, plus it's just part of the process uh, from the bone marrow transplant. But uh, I want to tell you that it was was all the way up to the last moment that I didn't uh, take to the podium and share yesterday my prayer for the media. It just at the last second, I just did not feel I was able able to carry it off. So um, I was there. I know there was quite confusion at the last second or two, and just absolutely love and appreciate uh, my colleague, Bill Carl, our morning host here on um, Let's Talk Faith. And uh, he was able to just uh, do uh, do the prayer there on just literally a moment's notice. I actually had, uh, uh, Mrs. B and I had uh, slipped in the back door and uh, kind of inched our way over to the, the back corner and, and uh, had a seat at one of the tables in the back. And so... We were able to see our keynote speaker and, um, and just spend some time. But I do do want to just tell you that I did slip out early before the end, so uh, I was just out of gas. But anyway, sorry for that uh, yesterday. By the way, if you'd like to find out more of my medical condition, you can go to uh, Facebook at Bill Bunkley, Facebook at Bill Bunkley. I posted a fresh post last night, and you can get the bullet points of uh, what I'm dealing with right now. Also, I posted the prayer that I would have delivered there at the um, at the venue yesterday for the prayer brunch. So you can also see that by going to facebook.com uh, slash Bill Bunkley. Well, we've had a milestone that happened, uh, and that was because it was a very important day this morning as we woke up because the United States economy has added jobs for, are you ready, 103 straight months Unemployment rate falls to 3.6%. And when you think about that, uh, 
you think about what happened in 1969. It's been 19. It's been not since 1969 that we have had an unemployment rate of 3.6 percent. Can you tell me what was one of the biggest things that happened in 1969? That was when we are watching our black and white television sets. As uh, Neil Armstrong and company took off on that massive Apollo rocket from Cape Kennedy, Cape Canaveral. And we successfully landed a couple of guys on the moon. One stayed on the orbiter. But it's been that long since we had a 3.6% unemployment rate. And uh, these numbers are coming in that indicators of strength, the labor market, was all up and down the report. The average hourly wage was up 3.2% compared to a year ago, well above the 1.9 rise in prices, meaning real gains in the paychecks of average workers. Let's see, did we have a promise by somebody who claimed that was going to happen. I just, my mind is failing me at the moment. Some of the strongest sectors for hiring included the construction industry, added 333,000 jobs, by the way. Uh, healthcare added 27,000 jobs. Restaurants and bars added 25,000. The retail sector uh, lost some jobs, got some store closings going on. Um, automakers as well who have been closing plants and cutting shifts in, uh, because some of the models are just not selling, and those would not include SUVs, more, more of the sedans. And so um, I want to just give a shout-out to uh, CNN for using some of their uh, numbers on today's program. I mean, their national numbers, it was just a, a good compilation of the numbers. So anyway... Hats off to our president because he has delivered jobs for here. And so remember that, uh, you know, uh, economies are cyclical. They go up, they go down. They go up, they rise, and they fall. And so though we are experiencing some very um, excellent times right now, just keep in mind that at some point in time they will reverse. Things will come down. The market will come down. So just keep that in your mind. Hey, I want to remind you that uh, you've had an excellent opportunity this week for those of you gals who like to connect with other gals, and that's because Better Together has been airing each and every afternoon right here on the TBN network at uh, 1.30. And by the way, you can find out more by going to bettertogether.tv. That's bettertogether.tv. And... Um, it's been an absolute, absolutely a great opportunity for you to get together and talk about things that are important. As you know, The View has been uh, on the air for several years. Uh, some interchangeable parts in terms of who have been, especially the conservative contributors. But, you know, that's always a three-to-one deal, and it's always uh, prevailed by uh, liberal points of view. And uh, even to the point that where it's just a it's just a ridiculous venue to try and even, you know, sit down and hear a point counterpoint to observation or something. But you can do that right now uh, because uh, Laurie Crouch is going to be hosting that and you'll have some opportunities to deal with some things that have to do with just recently toxic relationships, uh, intimacy with God. You're going to be talking about children and family. 
And, you know, one that uh, always intrigues me as I try and be still and hear God's voice, well, they'll be talking about that as well. So find out more about the new television program by women for women. Go to bettertogether.tv, bettertogether.tv. And Monday, set your DVR if you can't be around. Monday at 1.30, you want to check in and check out the uh, brand-new women's opportunity in the afternoon, Better Together. Well, the Florida legislature is uh, in the final hours of racking, wrapping things up this weekend. I believe that uh, about 1.30 or 1.32 tomorrow is the official time that the mandated 72 hours will run out, and that is when the actual budget was laid on the table in Tallahassee earlier this week. And so uh, I don't know. I would assume that they would, if I was the speaker or I was the Senate president, I would uh, try to have this thing ready to go to vote on a final budget and then sine die. And uh, if I was a legislator, I'd, uh, I'd have my final night uh, tomorrow. I'd have my car, my van, my limousine, or whatever it is. I'd have it all packed up. So as soon as the legislature is over, I'd be heading for the airport or heading, or at least heading for the turnstiles to go to the airport or get in my car and come home. So with that, we don't know if uh, they'll have all their debates done by in the by by they'll carry on their debates uh, somewhere around 11 or 10 or 11 tomorrow to be able to uh, to vote on a budget by the budget by 1:30 or so. But uh, that's what we're looking for. There has been a lot done this year in terms of legislation that is uh, going to be going to the new governor. Ron DeSantis for his signature. Uh, got some bills that I'm glad to have seen passed. I've got some bills that I'm very disappointed in. And uh, we'll talk more about those last week. But uh, by and large, it has been a very active session for the members of the Florida Senate and the Florida House. Got to tell you that um, as we look at some of the initiatives. Hmm. One of the ones to watch closely is the um, the voter, the felon voter ban. Excuse me, the felon felon voter from the amendments uh, to allowing them to restore their voting rights. That's gonna be kind of interesting because uh, again, not gonna get into a lot of details today. We'll take a few bills next week and drill down on them. But this is gonna be somewhat different. Uh, was being sent to the governor, it's going to be left up to judges in our 67 counties uh, to decide whether if a if a released vote uh, <laughs> if a released felon who is now looking to be eligible to vote, if he owes any restitution, if he owes any court cost because what has come out of the final mix is not just, hey, if you were a felon and you didn't murder, rape, sexually assault somebody, it isn't as simple as a felon going down to the supervisor's elections office and saying, hey, I'm here registered to vote. No, there's quite a bit involved. They're going to have to see what he, what that, what he or she owes. Um, one option may be for the working out of restitution to community hours if... If the victim agrees, and then you have the um, 
opportunity for the court costs, uh, if they have to be paid or not. And guess what? It isn't going to be a universal one-size-fits-all all across the state. Each of the 67 counties and the judges in those counties are going to have to uh, decide this on an individual basis. And so think about that. On an individual basis, they're going to decide um, restitution, non-restitution, community service hours, which means that you might have been uh, arrested for the same identical charge, let's say, down in Miami-Dade. And whatever the court cost or whatever was involved, it was all that number. And you could be up in Escambia County, having been arrested for the same thing. You could have the same exact uh, court cost restitution in the two different counties. And when it's all said and done, it's not going to be something that you would think is equal justice because the number or the terms of restoring voting rights down up in Escambia with that particular felon could be totally different than what the judge decides down in Miami-Dade with with that particular felon. So there's not going to be uh, sort of an, an equal approach to this across the state. And I don't know because there's so many bills that we're following here at the end uh, I will just tell you, I have a sense that this may be somewhat unconstitutional. Now, I could be wrong uh, in terms of instead of having a certain set standard across the state, and what happened, this came down, just came down to the wire, they ran out of time to be able to do something about that. And so, uh, so with that, I'm a little hesitant to drill too, da- too deep on many of these bills because they've been flying back and forth the last two or three days. And it always takes the press and the media a few days to go through the volume of bills that uh, have had some changes and to to decide what's happening here. Our phone lines are open for you. That's right, for you on this Friday afternoon, 877-943-9673. I want to tell you that we'll have Paul Batera with Focus on the Family during the second hour, as well as Dr. Ted Bear with Movie Guide. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. We'll talk about 16-year-old graduates from college. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take? 
fish oil, or krill oil. Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. <laughs> Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It's Friday afternoon. We're live. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Parents, I'm going to make you jealous. Some of you I'm going to make mad. Some of you are going to be amazed. Myself, a little mystified. Corey Davis over at News Watch 8 this afternoon. Might have saw or heard parts of this story. 16-year-old USF student becomes the youngest graduate in school history. 16 years of age. The young lad is Drew Falkowicz. He's already a senior at the University of South Florida. He's now the youngest graduate in school history. He says, well, I don't actually have my driver's license. It's definitely a little weird because I didn't have a graduation ceremony for high school. Now, Falkowicz said also that he didn't take a single course in a single high school classroom. I had a pretty normal GPA in high school, you know, a couple of A's, a couple of B's. Falkowitz was way ahead of the, the kids of his age, and he started his high school. Are you ready for this? <laughs> the dude was nine years old. Nine years old. Started high school. He says, you know, I don't think I realized it. I think I just always was like this, and then I was told that later, and oh, this isn't supposed to be normal. But I guess it's normal for Mr. Drew. Amazing, amazing young man. He goes, uh, he talks about the fact that uh, um, as he went forward, uh, he began to realize he was a little bit ahead of the age of his, the age of the kids. With this whole starting high school early, he took classes that also counted toward college. 
He couldn't imagine being in a classroom with teenagers at that age. He said, I would have totally never survived in a high school. I had no filter. The 16-year-old will now make history. University records show he'll become the youngest person, of course, to graduate from USF. Now, get this. Now, I know some of you were thinking this. Maybe even Michael was thinking this. Oh, come on, Bill. I know. What did he do? What did he do? Did he get, did he get a four-year Did he get a four-year uh, degree in soccer coaching? Uh, did he get a four-year degree in, uh, you know, lacrosse? Come on, Bill. Come on, Bill. Be square. All right. I'll be square. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm going to tell you this. Young Drew earned a bachelor's degree in cell and molecular biology. So there. I know, Mike, that's what you were thinking. I know it was just some kind of scam, some sort of script. No, this guy got a, got a degree at 16. He can't even get a driver's license. You with me? Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. Get me to him back from school. And he, and, he, and he gets a, a degree in molecular biology. Now, I want to tell you why I like Mr. Drew. You know where his heart is right now? His heart? Now, you would, some of you have already put this together with the uh, degree in cell and molecular biology. He wants to get his master's in cancer research. He then wants to go and get his doctorate, his Ph.D., and you know where he wants it in? In the area of cancer research. So I want to tell you, that's, that's pretty special, Drew. I want to say to you, congratulations, my friend. Uh, and, and, and more so, well, maybe not more so, but equally so to your mom and dad. I have a better idea of the commitment, uh, especially for Mrs. Bunkley, uh, when these youngsters with the hormones flying and all the other stuff going on, that uh, that you had the the humbleness and the drive to pursue this. And now you're 16; you can start working on your master's uh, in cancer research. Isn't that something special? Uh, he said there are, quote, there are many types of cancers. I'm working uh, just with, uh, he's working in an area of ovarian cancer. And we might not even find a cure for that, depending on the dynamics of how it works. One thing for sure, this old boy, he's number one in my books right there along with my son. Because I want to tell you that um, he has done something that's not done for, for, for and to many other situations. All right, let me ask you about, by the way, phone lines are open. What do you think? Is there someone out there who would like to say, well, was he pushed too much? Whatever you want to uh, discuss, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Now, coming up on today's program, we'll be talking love bugs. That's right, love bugs. You know those little bugs that are flying all around this time of the year? Going to be talking about them as well. Plus, uh, we're going to take you down to um, an update from uh, Venezuela 
because I'm telling you that uh, many people are getting hurt. The, un- the unrest is not subsiding. And uh, as you see, some of the young people who are taking to the streets because this is their country, this is their future, and they have a little bit of different of an idea of what the Russians have, a little bit other idea than what the Chinese have, a little bit other the, uh, of an idea of what the Cubans have, because those those are the those are the countries that have their 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 their, their claws right now into this situation. And it's a very tenuous time for the United States of America to decide what we should and should not do. And, of course, uh, the big thing in so many people's minds is will we be to a point with some of our allies defending the Monroe Doctrine. And of course, the Monroe Doctrine has, uh, has to do with not allowing any other powers of any other hemisphere to come in here and to be involved. So I can tell you that China and Russia are already in a position of violating the tenets of the, of the Monroe Doctrine. And they definitely need to be desperate at this point. So we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about the love bugs. And by the way, a little quick caution. You need to wash your car. Well, first of all, wash your car very good. And in the front of it, make sure that you have a lot of wax. Because you really need to wash your car every day until this short-term period of time where the the, uh, love bugs arrived. Better take care of them, or if not, they'll take care of your car. I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump says he discussed special counsel Robert Mueller's report with Russian President Putin during an extended phone call today. He says Putin knew, quote, there was no collusion whatsoever. The April U.S. jobs report from the Labor Department showing solid economic growth. Employers added 263,000 jobs. The unemployment rate fell to a five-decade low of 3.6%. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham has sent a letter to Robert Mueller, inviting him to provide testimony as to whether he felt Attorney General Barr misrepresented his views at a Senate hearing earlier this week. Stocks finished broadly higher on Wall Street, erasing yesterday's losses and giving the S&P 500 its second straight weekly gain. The Dow gained 197 points. The Nasdaq up 127. The S&P up 28. This is SRN News. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. 
That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. Saturday afternoons at 430. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He blesses those who diligently, they are focused. They got missile lock. They're dialed in. They're going after God who seek him, who run hard after him, who love him, who live for him. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 430 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well, first, lighten the load. Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy, and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. There are many sounds in your daily life. Ones that make you smile. (laughs) Ones that help you relax. And there are some sounds that can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you critical information about emergencies in your area. With updates from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. We're back. Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, you know that we've had this little outbreak around town, and it is known as the love bugs are back among us. So let me just say that uh, with that, that gives you an opportunity uh, to, to be plugged in with uh, what the real truth is. Well, the real truth is these are some very nasty little bugs that if you don't get off your car, don't get them off your car, they are going to cause a very big problem with you. Now, if you don't care about your paint job, um, but I got to tell you what, they are the bugs that we absolutely, as uh, especially folks who have been around these parts for a long time, this is not a particular positive time of the year. And uh, Rob Carter over at Newswatch 8 was talking about it as well. So I got a couple, three things I'm drawing from here. But this is the time that our detailers, our auto detailers, are making the big bucks around town this year. And that's because if you don't take care of this, if you get busy, especially if you've got you know a relatively newer car, if these little critters that splat on your painted areas, if they don't get you know attention when about uh, – Oh, I say eight, eight to uh, twenty-four hours. They'll start letting the little chemicals uh, unfold from the little smash bodies, and they'll start eating through the wax, and 
they'll start reading, eating through the clear coat, and then they'll start getting down to your paint on your car. And if left undone, eventually not only will you have these little permanent bumps, bumps on your paint because you're basically getting to the point where they're going to be exposing the metal on your car to rust. That's what they do. And um, I can tell you that, especially during this time of the year, it is important to keep them off. And um, I am just glad that I'm not, you know, it depends on how the year falls and when they come and go. But I am especially grateful that for those who have to drive anywhere out of town, especially, and you, you drive out of town for a living and you use your personal vehicle for your business, you know how frustrated you know you can get every day having to go by and either you scrubbing yourself scrubbing them off yourself when you get home or if you don't scrub them off by yourself when you get home you're going to have issues with your car and i know that uh, i love to tell the story i won't do it this year but the idea is that if you get uh, everybody uh, in a mode to where you have to start cleaning off these bugs I mean, it becomes very annoying and is very, very tempting not to not to take them off. But I still believe it, though. They say it's a folklore and it's untrue. So being as honest as I am, I'm going to tell you it's untrue. But I um, subscribe to the uh, the urban legend that uh, the University of Florida was conducting some experiments, and uh, as they were dealing with uh you know there's a lot of dna therapy and stuff like that that we have today that's a, that's a um uh result of biotech um research and uh they say it's a an urban legend but i still think i cannot remember when i was young, young younger when we had these love bugs. By the way, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Maybe you have some insight on this because as my mind, which is probably only operating at 50% at best right now, and it will get better, and I will return to the real Bill Bunkley here in a few months, I hope. Uh, but it sure seems to me that when I was younger and growing up, I don't remember any not only a talk, but even having to deal with love bugs. And then it seems like all of a sudden we had love bugs. And, of course, they're a seasonal deal. Uh, But these love bugs showed up. And uh, I just don't remember them being when I was. So here's a quick question. If anybody's a native out there uh, that goes way, way back, uh, just a a quick yes and no with a comment. Do you remember having you know, love bugs way back in the 50s and 60s, even, say, the 70s. It just seems like it was sometimes in the 80s, 70s or 80s, that we had to start dealing with the love bugs. And so I hadn't really prepared to to have a long discussion, you know, about that. Um, And if someone can't help us out real quick at 877-943-9673. If anybody else has experienced love bugs a little bit early on, I'd love to have you part of the discussion. And part of that urban, you know, the urban lore that goes around Florida. And so that's one of those things that uh, we love to uh, talk about. The other thing I was going to talk about, did you catch the few day, Did you catch a few days ago uh, the ladies who were trying to, I think they had 24 ladies who applied 
at uh, Wikiwachi Springs, and of course that's where they've been doing some renovations, and the mermaids are coming back. And I guess they have four positions that are open, and they have um, twenty out of tw- there's twenty four applicants out of four positions, and they're going to be um, training the four that are selected best out of the competition. They're going to be training to be mermaids, and um, if you haven't had a chance to see that uh, program and then the program is coming back. I got to tell you back in the fifties and sixties, it was a big, big deal. That's why you have, uh, you know, us 19. And, uh, if you see what the sun coast parkway is all about and about extending it all the way up to the Georgia, Florida border. Remember that coming down that way, there was no I 75. And uh, as you travel that way, you see all the local motels and hotels. And so that was a big tourist attraction. And it's coming back. And just wanted to just tell you that uh, when they get that up this summer, that's one of the things that I would recommend in one of those one-tank deals to go and check out. And then uh, come on back our way on 19 and pick out one of the fine seafood restaurants. Uh, but that's something that I would recommend. All right, we got a caller. Maybe someone can help me recollect because my mind is just not working. Uh, Mike, who do we have? Bob, Sarasota. A lot of history in yes, Sarasota. Sir. Good to have you with us this afternoon. Uh, thank you, my friend. Yes, sir. My wife and I have been in Sarasota our entire lives. And I can tell you for a fact, I'm 72 years old. She's 70. And I can tell you that there were no love books in the 50s when I was a child uh, in Sarasota and probably Florida. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I'm going to do my research. I just didn't get a chance to get to it today uh, because um, – it seems like they just popped up. You know what I mean? It seems like they were here, and then we were joking about the fact that, yeah, they're here all of a sudden because University of South Florida, you know, screwed up on an experiment. And they Well, a little, a little sidebar, uh, which you may or may not be interested in, but I'll tell you, unfortunately, you rarely see frogs or toads, I should say, anymore either. And these Cuban lizards weren't here either when I was a child. The little brown lizards always used to have this chameleon. Really? Really? Green, now, that green. I don't remember. I, I, no. Interesting. No. You rarely see frogs or toads, and you did, did not see these little brown lizards, which are by the multitudes now. Interesting. I'm going to change course on you because in the last 24 hours, I have not really heard any significant updates. Uh, and, I don't, and I don't mean to say that in Argentina uh, it's business as usual, but it seems like uh, Maduro came out with his troops, and they're still throwing rocks and stones, but we haven't moved anywhere. Is that about where we're at? Yes, I've been following that, um, being very politically minded, and it's just a sad situation for those people down there. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate you sticking with me. Well, have a good day, and I'm going to find out about uh, – we'll get to the real scoop on those love bugs for next week, my man. Bob, thanks for being right. with us. Thank you, sir. Bye. All right, got a break coming up, uh, but the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Maybe give you a shout to shout, uh, a, a chance to shout out. We're just finding out that, indeed, in 2016, the Federal Bureau of Investigation sent an undercover agent in posing as someone who could work for the campaign for Donald Trump. So my question to you is, first of all, it doesn't surprise me. I was anticipating this to come out, but now that it's starting to come out, does anybody realize 
how important this is because this was the Obama administration, and uh, I can tell you that Donald Trump was so loathed and so hated as he is today. It's almost as if they were going to do and did do everything, legal or illegal, to stop him. Where have we gotten in our country today? Where have we gotten in our society that on the basis of a fake dossier, all this stuff that was trumped up, that we, in fact, in a presidential campaign, we may, in fact, have espionage by the government on a candidate for the president presidency of the United States. Now think about that for a moment. And, and by and large, it's a time to think about it. Think of the privacy that we have given away in our lives today. And how as this country begins to learn that one of its presidential candidates was spied upon that might eventually and probably will be led back to the other political party. Are we so bombarded with new facts and revelation each day through the Internet, through cable news, that we are now insensitive to what's being done all around us? I think I'm going to laugh the next time I hear in official capacity the right to pri- the right to privacy. Because only when it's convenient to be used by our legislators or the the courts, mostly on the left, left rule I should say. This is this is ridiculous. And and all this badgering of, of, of Robert Barr, all this all this waste of government resources. Not only the first hundred days of those on the left running the Congress, but why today are we giving those on the left, particularly Nancy Pelosi and company, in all these, I don't even have a word to say for these these people who are heading up the the different um, committees in the House. Have we lost our sensitivity? I think that's what this nation's going to have to come to grips in the next few weeks and months. Is it just going to be business as usual that politic, uh, politicians are just going to, to grandstand and panhandle to themselves? Or are we going to not only pay attention, not only to be informed, but are we getting ready to do something on that? Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. That's eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Remember, coming up in the next hour, we're going to hear from uh, Focus on the Family, Paul Batura, Vice President of Communications, about tomorrow's big event, Times Square, New York City, two thirty p.m. As they are going to have live screens all around the um, Times Square, not in a way that. They had hoped or imagined, not overhead, but on big semi-trucks. And we're talking about uh, the 
day that we see 4D ultrasound images of third trimester babies. We'll talk about that in the second hour. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be back. Hey, Florida, have you recently heard this or this? Then you need to hear this. Autoglass America. They're the best in the biz. Just one call, and they'll come and quickly fix your windshield for free. And guess what? They'll buy back your old windshield for cash on the spot. They offer a lifetime warranty. So when you hear this, call Autoglass America at 813-96-GLASS. Full coverage insurance required. Autoglass America. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Why should you come to Salem Surround's May 16th Digital Marketing Seminar? The answer is your new kayak or shoes or new favorite restaurant. But for the sake of this conversation, we'll just say your new kayak. One day you were thinking about buying a kayak. You Googled up a couple options. Next thing you knew, every website you surf served you opportunities to investigate and buy the kayak of your dreams. And you bought a doozy. They delivered it right to your house. Why? Because digital marketing works, and it can work for your business. And with Salem Surround, digital is ridiculously cost-effective, producing amazing results by putting your product or service directly in front of customers ready to pull the trigger. Now, at our May 16th Salem Surround Digital Marketing Seminar at our offices in Tampa, we'll show you how it all works. Come from 10 to 1 and learn how digital makes all the difference with Salem Surround. We'll even spring for lunch. Real lunch, not digital. Space is limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. This is Albert Mogler for townhall.com. The culture of death has gained new ground as the state Supreme Court in Kansas has now blocked a law that would have protected unborn human life. In a decisive 6-1 decision, the majority said that according to the Kansas state constitution, a woman there has a right to an abortion to the procedure known as D&E, dilation and evacuation. Note, that is the dismemberment and the removal of the unborn child from the woman's body. The decision was breathtaking, catching both sides of the abortion argument in Kansas by surprise. The Constitution of Kansas was adopted in 1859. Abortion's not mentioned. Abortion wasn't intended. Once again, we're looking at invented law and invented rights made by courts. If we're not constrained by the meaning of words, in this case the words of a state constitution, then we are fundamentally unrestrained. And that means our government is unrestrained, and there are few more deadly dangers than a government unrestrained. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. And the most important thing is just to realize that the daughter really needs love. She needs care. Your teen daughter is pregnant, but you don't know where to turn. Laura Lynn Hughes offers this advice on Focus on the Family Minute. There's so many resources out there. There's a pregnancy center almost in every town now. And so if you don't know what to do, Get them into someone where they can physically see someone that can counsel them and help them through this and navigate through it because you'll get all the adoption uh, options. You'll be able to see um, what abortion does and um, actually the risks of abortion. But you will have all the parenting and medical needs met 
You'll be able to get all the resources in town that you may need. And it's just a phenomenal place to come. Yeah, that is so good. you're not alone. More from Laura at FamilyMinute.org. Hey, Bill Bunkley, back into it, 877-943-9673. I am right now on the official Snopes website. And the question is, love bugs, are they the result of a genetic experiment gone wrong at the University of Florida? Well, they say it's false. Now, the love bug, which is also known as a fly in the Bilabundae family, it's also known as the honeymoon fly, the telephone bug, the double-headed bug, the united bug, and March fly is a nuisance any Florida motorist is unhappy, more than unpassingly familiar with. Though these bugs neither bite nor sting at certain times of the year, their sheer numbers transform these innocuous insects into airborne hordes seemingly determined to devil any anyone fool enough to take your car on the road. Now, what happens is, according to Snopes, these adults splatter on windshields, lights, grills, and radiators of motor vehicles, and their dried remains are hard to remove. Suicidal pairs of love bugs have been known to cause overheating of motors when large numbers of them are drawn into the cooling system of liquid-cooled engines. Unlike other bugs... Something particular to them adversely affects the paint jobs on cars. Oh, really? Pitting and itching the car in their mortal remains are left on the vehicle. When their mortal remains are left on vehicles more than 48 hours. Early May, it was real early this year, like in March. Early May and September, these sex-crazed critters become an annoyance bordering on intolerable as their air teams with mating pairs. But the love bugs haven't always been part of the Florida landscape, thus we've seen an abundance of mad scientist stories about how the state came to be infested with them. Love bugs are not solely a Florida fatigue. They range throughout the Gulf states and into Mexico and Central America, as well as up into Georgia and South Carolina, but they seem particularly enamored of the Sunshine State. Truth is, Mother Nature... This is not me. This is Snopes. Uh, Mother Nature is far more feared than any mad scientist and is far more capricious. In this case, she inspired some of her children to migrate to a new area and in doing so prompted the creation of a number of rumors which attempted to explain why these creatures came up to take residence in places where they weren't found before. And... um, I can tell you that uh, even off the internet in, um, what was it, what year we're looking at here? Let me see how far back it goes. 95, 90, 1995 on the internet. Back when I was a student at Florida State, I was told the love bugs were accidentally released from a biological experiment station at the University of Florida. Now, you know you'd have some, uh, you'd have, you'd have a seminal, uh, be saying that it was the uh, experimentation of UF, but but that story has been out there. But apparently, uh, real quickly, 
uh, we're talking about the idea that these these blood these bugs have have kind of blown into Florida. The um, they're native to Central America, and according to Snopes, the best guess as to how they came to these United States places them as undiscovered stowaways who arrived by ship in Galveston or New Orleans around 1920. They migrated into Florida in 1947 from Louisiana, looked around, liked what they saw, and decided to stay, according to Snopes. <clears throat> Their natural capacity for reproduction took care of the rest. So here's what I'm saying. You know, whether it's an experiment or not, they weren't here when we were, when I was young. And uh, so there might have been a bug or two, but until they kind of reproduced, reproduced year after year, and they started having these mass numbers, especially, you know what it's like when you hit it with the right humidity, right uh, conditions in terms of intervals of rainfall, and you're on the interstate, and, uh, man, you can go from here just to the Florida-Georgia line, and uh, you have to stop uh, no farther than the Georgia line if you've got, you know, uh, the good conditions because your windshield is now white. And uh, you try to just run your windshield wiper, and you know that that doesn't work. So, anyway, they shouldn't be here for too long and then gear up for the fall because, uh, for whatever reason, their natural recurring cycle is uh, is a couple of years. Love bugs. Tell you what. Only only in America, only in Florida. And um, I wonder if there's a way that our geniuses at the UF uh, research labs, the Seminole Research Labs, but I know that Florida does a lot more agricultural stuff. And I would also say FAMU um, up in Tallahassee. Be nice if some of those researchers would come out with a way that we could throw throw around some cubes of something that's not toxic to the environment, kids, children, or myself, and uh, send these little critters on their way to the next destination. But coming up in a moment, uh, second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, we're going to be talking with our friends at Focus on the Family. Big event tomorrow that I'm going to be watching, and I uh, hope you will too. It's called uh, Alive, A-L-I-V-E, Alive from Times Square. And uh, though they have found some oppositions, opposition to uh, their uh, portraying 4D images up on the big screens, uh, you'll hear all about that story coming up in just a few minutes past the top of the hour. And then you can watch uh, as we look at these fine little babies from Times Square tomorrow. And then Dr. Ted Bear himself will join us. We'll preview a couple of new movies, including Ugly Dolls. And we'll talk about suicide here in America among our teams. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up on AM 570. Meet me there. This is Carrie. I'm so excited for May 5th. Why? Because it's Compassion Sunday. My family sponsored a child a couple of years ago on Compassion Sunday at our church, and it's been the best thing we have ever experienced. And I'm excited because I want you to have that same experience. Would you join us? Just go to Compassion.com slash Sunday to find a church near you that's hosting Compassion Sunday. That's Compassion.com slash Sunday. Sunday afternoons at 12.30 and 6.30. Listen to Calvary Church Radio with Dr. Willie Rice. When's the last time you found yourself at a prayer altar broken by the power of God and you were crying out to God to do something in your life? 
Calvary Church Radio with Dr. Willie Rice, Sundays at 12.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. There was a strong jobs report from the Labor Department this morning. It showed employers added a robust 263,000 jobs, and the unemployment rate fell to a five-decade low of 3.6%. President Trump says the latest jobs report shows a raging economy. The economy is unbelievable. Uh, We're at 3.6% unemployment. That's the lowest number since 1969. The April U.S. jobs report from the Labor Department showed that solid economic growth is still encouraging strong hiring nearly a decade into the recovery from the Great Recession. The House Judiciary Committee is giving Attorney General William Barr a new deadline for providing the entire unredacted special counsel report and threatening to hold him in contempt if he doesn't. At yesterday's hearing, which Barr skipped, Chairman Jerry Nadler said the panel would take one more shot at negotiating for the full report and its underlying materials. If we don't get that, we will proceed to hold the attorney general in contempt and we'll go from there. Today, Nadler has given Barr until Monday morning to comply, while also slightly narrowing the request. He now wants only the underlying materials directly cited in the report. Nadler also wants the Justice Department to work with Congress in seeking a court order for secret grand jury materials, which Barr has previously shot down. Sagar Magani, Washington. A panel of federal judges has ruled that Ohio's congressional districts were unconstitutionally drawn by the Republicans for their political advantage, and it's ordered a new map for the 2020 elections. There are other states that are also dealing with similar issues, including Maryland, which was redrawn to benefit Democrats. All the cases are expected to end up before the United States Supreme Court. On Wall Street, the Dow by 130 points to 26,438. The Nasdaq rose 92. The S&P advanced 21. Oil up 13 cents to close at $61.94 a barrel on the New York Mercantile Exchange. More at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring is prime home buying season, so if you're thinking about buying a home, right now is the time to lock a low rate, which can save you money every month on your new mortgage. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Budget experts for Congress say the Trump administration's plan to reduce out-of-pocket drug costs for Medicare beneficiaries will cause taxpayers another $177 billion from the years 2020 through 2029. Correspondent Jeremy House has more on this story. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office analysis could affect prospects for one of the administration's centerpiece proposals to lower drug costs. Under the plan, drug maker rebates now paid to insurance companies and their middlemen would instead go directly to seniors in Medicare's Part D program when they fill prescriptions. 
While that would reduce co-pays for many beneficiaries, CBO projected it would increase taxpayer-subsidized premiums, adding $170 billion to program costs. Medicaid spending would increase by $7 billion. CBO concluded that drug companies are unlikely to lower list prices in response to the plan. Jeremy House, Washington. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A man was seriously injured when he fell into the crater of a volcano in Hawaii. Correspondent Ed Donahue reports. The man was at the Kilauea volcano and was at the steaming bluff overlook when he... Stepped over the safety railing and um, slipped literally off the edge into the crater. Fire Chief Matthias Kush told KGMB the man fell about 40 to 60 feet. He remained until uh, National Park Service and Hawaii Fire Department uh, personnel repelled down. The chief ranger at Kilauea is reminding visitors never cross safety barriers, especially around dangerous and destabilized cliff edges. I'm Ed Donahue. More than a thousand people have died from Ebola in eastern Congo since August. Four deaths in the outbreak's epicenter of Katwa helped push the death toll to 1,008. Two more deaths were reported in the city of Butembo. More on these stories available at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here on this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we are delighted that you're with us. Hey, we want to remind you that coming up tomorrow, Focus on the Family will be live and alive from New York, I should say, on their special programming as they're going to be talking about uh, life in the womb And they're going to have some absolutely stunning 4D presentations tomorrow to talk about what's really happening on the final moments of life. That's happening tomorrow. Go to FocusTheFamily.com to catch that presentation. Well, coming up next, Paul Batura will talk about that very happening live from New York in Times Square. And he'll be with me for just a a few moments here in the first half of our program. Then bottom of the program, we'll have uh, Dr. Ted Bear with us, and he's going to be talking about the uh, the new movies that are coming out. But more importantly, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the media, its influence, uh, and, uh, of course, teenage suicide that goes along with that. All that is happening from the Bill Bunkley Show today. And I want to remind you that you can always go to our podcast page at letstalkfaith.com after 6 o'clock to download or listen to the show. So don't go away. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be back.
I'm Professor Burke from the University of Farmers, where we whittle agents' intellects into pointy, sharp utensils. And this is a pop quiz. What is the best way to save on insurance if you own a car and a house? Should you A, sit down with a farmer's agent to combine your policies into a delightful savings sandwich, or B, keep separate policies? The answer, A, talk to us and pass the mail. We are insurance. We are farmers. Bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto and home insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? You need some help from Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Okay, here's the deal. You missed your chance to lock in a mortgage with a low rate, right? Wrong. Whether you're looking to lower your monthly payment or thinking of getting cash out of your home, mortgage rates are still low and you still have time to get the loan you want before rates go back up. But the clock's ticking. and a Cash Call Mortgage, there's no better time to take advantage than right now. Call us at 844-567-CASH. Speak with one of our refinance specialists today and you may be able to lock in a low rate before it's gone. We can close your loan for a flat $995 origination fee and pay your closing costs. We'll even get the process started without the upfront deposit other lenders still charge. That's 844-567-CASH. Refinance with Cash Call Mortgage today. Inback Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. And MLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. And details on closing costs paid for loans above 250000 Don't let these low rates pass you by. Dial 844-567-CASH. That's 844-567-CASH. Refinance with Cash Call Mortgage today. Why should you come to Salem Surround's May 16th Digital Marketing Seminar? The answer is your new kayak or shoes or new favorite restaurant. But for the sake of this conversation, we'll just say your new kayak. One day you were thinking about buying a kayak. You Googled up a couple options. Next thing you knew, every website you surf served you opportunities to investigate and buy the kayak of your dreams. And you bought a doozy. They delivered it right to your house. Why? Because digital marketing works, and it can work for your business. And with Salem Surround, digital is ridiculously cost-effective, producing amazing results by putting your product or service directly in front of customers ready to pull the trigger. Now, at our May 16th Salem Surround Digital Marketing Seminar at our offices in Tampa, we'll show you how it all works. Come from 10 to 1 and learn how digital makes all the difference with Salem Surround. We'll even spring for lunch. Real lunch, not digital. Space is limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at christianpublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at christianpublishing.com. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon. And um, yesterday, as we were observing 
the National Day of Prayer. And, um, and again, I want to express my apology to those that um, I was almost there at the event yesterday at the brunch and to deliver the, the prayer for our media. But uh, it just uh, at the last moment, I just had to had to pass. But uh, glad you're with us today. And I want you to listen very carefully uh, because coming up, we've got a briefing from folks on the family about just what's happening there with the big event that I and many of you were looking forward to there in Times Square. My good friend Paul Batour is with us today, Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. And tomorrow, it's a live from New York. And that means that Focus on the Family is going to be right there in the heart of Times Square. And uh, you'll have some opportunities for that. But uh, FocusOnTheFamily.com is their website. FocusOnTheFamily.com is their website. Paul is the Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. And that's why I'm so honored to have him here today as they have so many things they're trying to uh, you know, cross the tie, uh, cross the I's and dot the T's uh, for tomorrow's big event. So I am so happy he's here. He uh, oversees media relations, internal communications, guest relations, as well as all of what folks in the family tries to do out there in Colorado Springs. He's got uh, two decades of diverse experience in the news media, as well as broadcast journalism. And um, he had been with he has been with Focus since 1998. And uh, he has been a top writer and advisor to both founder James C., Dr. James C. Dobson and his current president, Jim Daly. And uh, over the last uh, few weeks, well, we're going to talk a little bit about the awful, awful moves by some legislatures of what they're doing about unborn babies in the womb. But first, uh, Paul Pator, good to have you with us this afternoon. It's always good to be with you, Bill. Thank you for having me on. Well, I've had a hard time. In fact, we're in the last week of our legislative session here, so I've had a little bit of a hard time figuring out what the latest is. So tell us what happened. We're getting ready for this event in New York tomorrow for folks in the family, and then we've got some uh, some business entities that uh, don't want to cooperate. Tell us about that. Yeah. You know, I can't say that we're totally surprised. We came into New York with our eyes wide open, uh, eager to put on this event. But at the same time, knowing that we have to cooperate with uh, government entities and corporate uh, oversight. And so we're all locked in. We're ready to go for tomorrow. But our whole goal, as we have told you before, was to broadcast these 4D ultrasounds in Times Square up on the big jumbotrons that kind of ring uh, the whole area. And when we first reached out to the groups, they were very cooperative and um but then, you know, as they found out who we were, uh, we ran into some trouble. They, one thought we we're just too political. Another one really didn't want to return our, our calls. And then another one was first turned us down for political reasons, but then came back and said, look, you can have some space, but there's only a static image. And we said, well, we'll put up a image of a 4D ultrasound. And they said, no, no babies, just your logo. So, you know, these are the these are the challenges you face when you're going to put on an event like this in the middle of New York City. But we're going to bring our in our own screens. And uh, as Jim Daly has said, the show will go on. How big is your platform that you're going to be building there approximately? And I'm assuming that in the area that you have negotiated space and lease, that's where you're going to probably put up a, as big of a, of a screens as you can on uh, in your podium area. That's exactly right. Yeah, we're in four different plazas within Times Square. You know, it's kind of a quirky area because it's 
separated by cross streets yes. on an angle. Uh, you know, there's uh, different shaped areas. But we're bringing in these big screens on flatbed trucks and, um, you know, 20 feet wide and tall enough that everybody uh, from far away can see. Um, the stage itself is covered. Um, the ultrasound unit that we're using is going to be behind the stage. Um, it's an, an actually a mobile unit. So everything's been well thought out. I, I can't tell you what a great team we have here to be able to make this all work. But the sheer technological savvy that's needed to put on an event, you, you can't, you're in the broadcast business, you, know, you, you, you can't run wires across streets because of traffic. So we're actually having to get a broadcast license to be able to uh, relay the signal from plaza to plaza. So it's, it's high tech. Oh, oh my word, Paul. Um, Bill Bunkley here with Paul Batour, Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family, and the bureaucracy in America today. And then if you are a conservative 501c3 that happens to be followers of Christ uh, in matters that have to do with family and the unborn, you really find yourself that uh, there are government regulations. And then there's government regulations. I always find they can find a few more if they need to when they figure out who you are. Now, have you ever had that experience, Paul? <laughs> you bet. Uh, you know, I think we all have. And, and in this event, uh, you know, I oversee with my team our media, and uh, we're expecting a good turnout. And so we'd love to treat our media well and have a, a good platform for them. Our uh, One of our event guys said, look, if we build a, a platform for your media, uh, we're, we have to pull a, pull a building permit here in New York. And he said, the same process to build a media platform uh, and the permitting is the same as if you built a skyscraper. So you, t- <laughs> you talk about bureaucracy. So we're, we decided to do a little bit of a modified uh, riser and that uh, to avoid the hundreds of dollars of a permit. Maybe I think it's actually $10,000 now that I say that. So it, yeah, there, there's entities everywhere. And obviously some of it's to protect people and, and other entities are probably to help, uh, make some revenue for the city. You want to find out more, go to focusonthefamily.com. That's focusonthefamily.com. And uh, check on the event uh, live from New York. And, of course, of course uh, Paul Batura is my guest, Vice President of Communications for Focus. So tomorrow, what time is it going to kick off and give us a little idea of uh, what the program is going to be? And, by the way, if if any of you have the ability right here to catch a Friday night flight or early Saturday morning flight and, uh, you know, your situation is such that where that's uh, not a big impact to you, uh, you are welcome to come down and, uh, well, let's just say go up. I've got to keep my geography together here. Go up to New York City. Uh, you know how easy it is to go into uh, Newark and just, you know, take a 45-minute ride over, and you'll be right there and down uh, a block away from uh, Times Square. So tell us what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, they start at 3 o'clock, right? Yeah, everything kind of officially kicks off at 2.30. We're going to have a, a popular Christian artist in the square doing live music starting at 2.30, and then the program itself that uh, we've been talking about starts at 3 it should last about an hour and a half, maybe a little bit less, and then we'll have some post-event music. But in the, in between, we're going to have great speakers. Uh, you know, I wish I could tell you who's providing the music and who's speaking. That's okay. We understand. 
Well, we're not allowed. Yeah, the the city has prevented us from doing that until tomorrow morning. Um, whoa, whoa, to, what's that all about? Well, yeah, tell me about it. You know, the 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 ruling or the the rule is such we're told to prevent uh, you know a huge uh, group of people from flooding the area, shutting down streets, disrupting uh, city life. And so again, you know, we have to play by the rules, and that's what we've been doing. We haven't talked about any names. We're able to tell people what it is, but thankfully tomorrow we'll be able to tell you who it is. Well, Paul, I tell you what, that's like being a communications director with not one, but both hands tied behind your back. <laughs> well, it's tough, right? I mean, here, you're, if you're responsible for promoting an event, you can promote the fact you're having it, and you can kind of talk about it, but you can't really tell anything specific about it. But I think, thankfully, Focus enjoys a a strong reputation. We have a lot of friends and a lot of favor from the Lord. And I think people have taken us on our word when we tell them there's going to be some solid folks here, names you recognize, people. Of course, of course. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be good. It's not, there's no bait and switch going on. Well, I tell you what, uh, is it going to, uh, the last important question, I got, a couple of things to, I got a couple of other things to explore with you, but is it going, uh, if they go to your website tomorrow morning, can they be informed if it's going to be streamed, if someone can watch it uh, on the Internet? They sure can. Yeah, our website at focusonthefamily.com will have it live. There will be a link right on there to watch it. And um, uh, our, we have another website, alivefromnewyork.com. Actually, if you go to that website today and sign up for the live stream, you'll get an email tomorrow with a, a link to the video. But either way, uh, you can access it on our site. Okay, we'll watch that tomorrow. Well, I got to tell you, Paul Batura, I'm I'm embarrassed to even face you today, and that is because we uh, we had three solid uh, abortion-related bills here in the Florida Legislature, and uh, the session will end a little bit extended into tomorrow because they have a 72-hour cooling off period for the budget to be inspected and that had to be done by midnight Tuesday and so I think at 1.30-ish 1.32 tomorrow they can actually vote on the final budget and then go signy die which closes the deal but um, the bill that ended up getting the uh, attention was the parental consent Uh, we have a parental notification but we were trying to tie it up to do parental consent and uh, it's been passed out of the House for a little bit here, our Florida House. But um, we, could not, we could not get our Florida Senate to be responsible. And so the first uh, committee of reference, uh, it got sat on and sat on and sat on. And then with um, essentially the last week of, uh, I think there was one week afterwards, when our committees were going to meet, uh, they finally allowed it to come up. It passed out of that committee. And then the next committee was judiciary, and they stopped having regular committee committee meetings because they were that late in the session, and we couldn't convince the president or the chairman of judiciary uh, to uh, cooperate to get this bill to the floor. And so, Paul, of all the states, uh, all these liberal states that are weighing in, you soon are going to be talking about Florida that couldn't get something done. Yeah, there seems to be a real upswing in legislation in both directions. So 
you have uh, liberal states who seem to be very nervous about what they perceive as a threat to abortion rights, and then you have obviously those of us who see opportunity to chip away as best we can to restore the right to life in legislation however we can. And it's, you know, for, the, for those of us like you and me, it's, it's almost hard to believe that people can't find consensus on infanticide uh, laws and, you know, normal notifications like alerting a parent. If you can't, the kid needs a doctor's note or a parent's permission to, to take an aspirin, yet they don't need it to have an abortion. It's, you, you feel like you're living in some very strange and wicked times. Well, and uh, what we have here, you know, I'm surrounded by Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and uh, and, I, and I get it. Florida is is quite different because we have Orlando now that has been heavily populated by um, a lot of folks that are in the um, service industry for uh, you know for Disney World, et cetera. And then, of course, then you have uh, in some areas very liberal South Florida. And in some areas, very conservative, um, vis-a-vis the Cubans that came over from um, during uh, the, the the issues with the takeover by Castro. You know, now we're, we have their kids and their grandchildren, and they're still staunchly pro-life, staunchly conservative. But then you have more of the the party areas of uh, of the Miami-Dade, Broward, et cetera, et cetera, and of course they're uh, very extremely liberal. But uh, the fact that we couldn't get a consent bill and the fact that it's leadership, you know, Paul, we have 40 members of our Florida Senate. We have 120 members of our Florida House. And I have dealt with this. uh, This is my 23rd, 24th year. And I have dealt with this Senate deal where you only have 40 senators at a place where you're going to get pressure on any kind of opposition from pro-choice forces. And so if you're pro-life and you make it to the Florida Senate, you know, if you're going, if, if is the biggest, if you're, if you're going to take a stand, you know, you got to be create, uh, courageous. And uh, it just seems like when we start trying to get a bill to move and then the left brings its entourage along with Planned Parenthood, uh, things just don't get done for weeks. And then they play the silly game every year. When it gets to be too late to do something without jumping through hooves or uh, hoops or two-thirds majority to get a bill out of somewhere, then they start acting like they're very cooperative, and they're not because it's been a delaying tactic because at that point, then they won't really have to take it up. You know, my my dad used to use the word shenanigans a lot, and he'd tell us to knock it off. You're, you're, you're you know, playing shenanigans, and I think that goes on a lot in our state legislatures with these groups who are causing a lot of havoc with their obviously very, very liberal uh, perspectives. And it's, it's frustrating, isn't it? I mean, you, you see opportunity and yet you, you reach and you run into folks like that who are causing those kinds of problems. But again, I think it's not something we're shocked by. I, I came earlier, we had a team time of prayer and the theme that kept being brought up in, in prayer was to be, strong and courageous to to stand up to the forces that may want to disrupt. And we're expecting that tomorrow. We've seen emails. We've seen um, uh, correspondence between groups who disagree with what we're doing. And, you know, they're not very nice about it. You know, they're, mm-hmm. No, they're, not at all. They're being kind of nasty, and they're telling people to uh, bring noisemakers 
and stand up to us and referring to us in very pejorative terms. And, you know, it's easy to think, boy, I don't want to wade into that. But yet the Lord's a lot bigger than it, and and he's shown us the way. And I think whether you're a state legislature, whether you're a mom with young kids, or whether you're a middle-aged guy like me who's uh, doing his best and fails a lot but is trying to continue to be a good example, you know, stand up and speak out and step up. And and tomorrow is going to give a lot of people a chance to do just that. Well, I want to say, Paul Bator, that, you know, when you are going to um, put the kind of legal loopholes into official state or federal legislation that is going to allow um, a, a loose, if I could, um, abortion provider vis-a-vis abortion doctor to be able to take a life of a perfectly healthy little boy or little girl who just happens to be unborn, that is um, that is something that deserves to be uh, not allowed to just move along without being called out. And so I salute you guys for going to the to the heart of the of the liberal territory, to the heart of uh, New York, where many of us love to visit. Many of us love the the all of the uh, exciting things that you can do in and around New York City. But when you got to take a stand, you got to take a stand. And I will say this and give Paul the last word, and that is until, you know, until people really have um, more of a gumption of how bad this is, how, you know, yeah, I know the Romans were smashing babies against the wall. Yes, I I know that uh, in the Old Testament there was uh, plenty of uh, baby sacrifices. I got it. It's nothing new. Sin is sin. But it still comes to a point until we are willing to come out of the foxhole, put our heads up and say, hey, this is right, this is not right, in large numbers, um, it's going to be a difficult road ahead. So with that, I give you the last word as well as tell us again how we can um, get ready to, to, to watch tomorrow afternoon this very important event unfolding, and that is Alive from New York. Well, I appreciate you, Bill, uh, speaking out and, and helping champion this and you know this is a very personal issue for a lot of us um as an adoptive dad with three boys whose moms very easily could have aborted them but instead chose life and having a lot of friends in that same camp um this is something that we want to fight for because we want to protect as best we can those children who are vulnerable and tomorrow if uh, you're uh, at home and you're looking to be inspired and encouraged uh, i really hope your folks would tune in by going to focusonthefamily.com again at 2.30 Eastern time. And if you miss it, if you're out and about, you can come back to our site. It'll be archived and uh, share it with your friends and family. There are some neat elements. There's a new ad we created, a great social media share that uh, I think your, your audience will really appreciate. And it's going to be streamed on radio stations. I'm, I know that over 400 stations last I heard are going to be carrying the program. So it'll be hard to miss it if you um, are looking for it. All right. Paul Bator, my friend, thank you. We will be covering you with prayer tomorrow. You, Jim, the whole team that is there, knowing you're going to be shouted out. 
Uh, but uh, just know that uh, we're going to be here praying and watching with you. Again, if you want to find out more about Alive from New York, go to FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. Well, Paul, we're going to let you go for now, and uh, also I'll be very interested to uh, having a chat about what happened behind the scenes during this event. But uh, we pray for your boldness and for your safety, my friend. Hey, amen. Thank you, Bill. And we continue to pray for your health as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, they're going to take a quick break. Coming up next, Dr. Ted Bear will be with us. And uh, I'm not familiar with what this is, but uh, a movie by the name of uh, Ugly Dolls. We'll have to see what the, that is all about uh, with uh, Dr. Bear. And we've got some articles to discuss as well. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The House Judiciary Committee is threatening to hold Attorney General William Barr in contempt of Congress if he does not comply with a new Monday deadline for Special Counsel Robert Mueller's full unredacted report and some underlying materials. Meanwhile, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham sent a letter to Mueller inviting him to provide testimony, if you would like, as to whether he felt Barr misrepresented Mueller's views at a Senate hearing earlier this week. The parents of a student slain during a shooting at a North Carolina university are remembering their son as reserved but witty in some of their first public comments. Brian and Julie Parlier are remembering their son Reed as kind and quiet but with a witty sense of humor. They said he was studying IT software in, develop, in the hopes of becoming a game developer. On Wall Street, the Dow by 130 points. More details at srnnews.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler has threatened to file contempt of Congress charges against Attorney General William Barr for refusing to show up at a hearing and be questioned by staff lawyers. Barr says he's obligated to testify before members of Congress, but not staff. It's laughable that Nadler believes Barr is in contempt of Congress when a strong case could be made that Congress itself is contemptible. Barr did say the Justice Department is finally going to investigate the anti-Trump activities of Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, among others, during the run-up to the 2016 election. Included, he indicated, will be how much the FBI relied on the Steele dossier compiled by a former British spy and paid for by the Democratic National Committee and the Hillary Clinton campaign. Many believe that's where the Russian collusion story began. Those payments were hidden in campaign finance reports and assigned to a law firm. It's about time the Clintons have gotten away with so many things over so many years. It's long past time they be held accountable. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity. 
company will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm. The faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We're back, Bill Bunkley, this afternoon. It's Friday afternoon, and that means it's our regular time to spend with our folks at Movie Guide. And before we even get to Dr. Ted Bear, let's just get a little formality out of the way. That website is movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. And we want to tell you that uh, that ought to be uh, bookmarked on your home or office PC. Also, we've got a, a great app, uh, both for Android and for the iPhone. Uh, download those as well. Because particularly today, it's very important to know exactly uh, what you're going to be uh, exposing yourself in terms of the movies for not only yourself, your spouse, but especially especially for your kids. And so we want to get those uh, to where they're readily available. Well, Dr. Ted Bear is the founder and publisher of Movie Guide, and we are delighted to be able to have him again this week. And with that, Dr. Bear, it is good to see you. Oh, it's great to be with you, and uh, every time we're together, it's a fun time. So you're in my prayers, and you're in my praise, so let's go for it. Absolutely. Well, here's one for our Christian audience, uh, and that is Ugly Dolls. So I'm not even going to begin to jump into this one. I'll let you take this well, and tell I'm, us what we you got. Know, I'm, we come, we review every movie, and you know they're they're just it's amazing that some movies have titles that are so uh, that put you off when the movie is pretty good. I mean, this is a very entertaining movie, full of heart and you know soul and spunk, and it's got a very good plot. I mean, the storyline is that there's a vill uh, a village <laughs> where Moxie lives, where everybody's you know got some uh, you know some strange characteristic and she has these dreams of coming and being owned by a child so she goes to the place where there's perfection 
and uh, you know she feels like she's out of it. And then everybody uh, has to confront what's going on in the world. You know, there's some good points about this. Let me let me take this back to what we're, I teach all the time with culture-wise family. Uh, 66% of the girls feel worse about themselves when seeing celebrities and models on TV. And in my classes on culture-wise family, I show you, I show everybody a clip from models and celebrities that feel worse about themselves. And sometimes it goes to the absolute extreme. I mean, now I think we're going to another extreme, but the extreme is that, uh, you know, in Los Angeles, at least in Hollywood, you've got 12 and even nine-year-old girls who are doing plastic surgery. So you have these people thinking, we don't look good enough. So behind all this is probably a good uh, a good message. There's also, you know, if anybody wanted to be a, a solid uh, psychologist, they could pick apart other aspects of it. But we like the movie. We think it's good for families and children, and we think it's a well-made movie. It's entertaining, and it's nice to have a movie that uh, should have a better title. Well, and again, we're talking about plus two quality four stars, well-made movie. Got some things to look for. That's why, well, movieguide.org is where you need to be heading if uh, Ugly Dial is going to be part of your uh, weekend entertainment. So just make sure you drill down a little bit. Understand, excuse me, plus two, I should say, sorry, misspoke, plus two quality uh, four stars, content plus two. But uh, you still want to go and drill down on this, and especially when you get to the next movie we're going to talk about, where the content is a, a little falling below the mark, you want to know exactly what those issues are. And if uh, they're okay with uh, your Lord and yourself, then you know you've got that green light. Again, movieguide.org, and we've got uh, both um, of the apps on the iPhone as well as on the Android platforms. Well, I hope I get this right because I know Dr. Bear will be right behind me. He'll get it right. Hesperl or Hesburg. Which one is it, Dr. Bear? Hesburgh, he was very, very famous. Uh, I mean, I remember him very clearly when I was in seminary. Um, he was the head of Notre Dame. He was a powerful force, not as powerful as, uh, of course, our beloved uh, Billy Graham, uh, but for a Catholic leader, aside from the Pope, he had a lot of influence, and a lot of his influence, uh, you know, was with presidents and people of uh, of great significance. And uh, he did some things that I would agree with, uh, for instance, when the – now, I was on the other side. I was liberal at the time that he was doing this because I was on the uh, side of uh, testifying to get friends of mine off who had protested the Vietnam War, and I was on the side of <laughs> the liberals. So mm-hmm. he was on the side at uh, Notre Dame of saying – you know they couldn't do protests, and uh, they, they weren't. He wasn't going to put up with it. And he was also uh, on immigration reform. He supported uh, that you needed a strong border. So he supported some things that were very uh, clear and conservative. He supported a lot that was very Christian. He also supported a lot that was uh, uh, that we would interpret as liberal. So the movie is sort of a, a very good look at this person who was a significant person in the Catholic community. And um, it's a four-star movie, which is hard to do with one of these documentaries, but it's uh, it's a good movie. Now, the question is, um, you know, where you come out on who he is. And since I'm a, a strong uh, conservative Christian, I, I would probably not be his best friend, but I admire what he did. Absolutely. And again, you can go to uh, movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org to find out more about uh, this uh, this one, Hesburgh. 
Now, let's talk about some articles this afternoon because uh, Tess Ferrand, who is on your staff there, uh, she wrote an article, Another Study Reveals that teenage suicide increased after the release of 13 Reasons Why. First of all, Dr. Bear, uh, first of all, tell us a little about about what 13 Reasons was, because I, I dare say there's some folks that may not know in our audience, and then let's take it from there. Well, one of the sad things is that parents don't know what their kids are watching. And that's another thing I teach in the Culture Media Wisdom course. You know, many years ago when I was head of the department at City University of New York, we brought 60 professors together to develop in the 70s the first media literacy course. And in one of the charts uh, for, that we used recently is that parents are watching the news and kids are watching outlandish uh, content like 13 Reasons Why, which uh, shows a girl who... Uh, and committed suicide and then sent to everybody uh, who was responsible, that she says was responsible for this horrible uh, tape of uh, of her complaining about them. Uh, and the unfortunate part is that there have been a lot of studies on this. The latest study that came out uh, said that the increase of rate of suicide among kids uh, teenagers was 28.9%. One of my favorite people who works for me, his son committed suicide, and out of his Christian class of uh, six good friends, half of them had committed suicide. So this is a national disaster. 13 uh, reasons why the second season tried to adjust this a little bit. So in the article, they talk about people who watched that season uh, weren't so suicidal. But I think that you know, I know people at Netflix. I know people at the top of Netflix. Reed Hastings, who's the chief executive, uh, is, is really made one of these comments that I've heard throughout my life when something horrible comes on. That uh, he said, 13 Reasons been enormously popular and successful, uh, but nobody has to watch it. Well, this is a lot of baloney. I mean, this is, you remember the days of the <laughs> cigarette manufacturers when all the studies were coming out and they said, well, nobody has to smoke. Nobody has to do this. Yeah. Nobody has to, you know, and they're pushing it hard with advertising and promotion. And then when you're overseas, they were pushing it even harder because they were losing their American base. So I think that uh, every time I hear something about this, uh, it, it makes my blood boil because this is something very serious. And this is why you work with the state house. That's why you work for things, uh, you know, about uh, killing babies in the tomb or the womb because they're doing it and they say, well, nobody has to do this. This is a choice. I don't know. The pressure is so great and the pressure is not there to save, um, you know, most of the abortion. So all this stuff, we can go into this in great deal detail and talk for a long time. But I know people that were deeply impacted by 13 Reasons Why, and I think it's a horrible show. And I, I think that it's just pandering to the worst and convincing teenagers that they should, uh, you know, they've got problems. Every teenager has problems, Bill. You know, yes, I'm older, well aware of that now as a father of a 13 year old. But, you know, if, if we had to talk about this suicide and euthanasia, we have a governor of California who is in the military who's, when it was illegal to commit euthanasia in California, who euthanized his mother at the age of 53. Well, my oh. mother died of a heart attack at 52 and it almost destroyed my life. I cannot believe that we have become so callous toward life that we elect people that uh, that are you know, uh, not as bad as Tiberius or Nero, but they, they're reminiscent of the Roman Empire, these horrible, horrible people that will do anything for their own power. 
How uh, how pervasive is it now? Because of not only what Hollywood has taught us, but uh, now we have live color cable. Just I mean, we can we can peer right over the shoulder into Venezuela right now and and see the fighting going on in the streets. Um, how, how much do you speculate today that when the average Joe or Jolette is, uh, you know, considering a political candidate, you know, their looks and their and their very, very sleek tongue. How many people get beyond that? Hey, man, he's 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 man, he's he's well, very few she's people attractive get beyond that. I have to. I have to preach next week in St. Louis on cultural wisdom, and I do a couple of exercises to show you. There are a lot of steps to take. Uh, one of them that the visual dominates. You and I are, are using what our favorite medium, talking to each other, actually mm-hmm. listening. But the visual dominates, and one of the examples I use is many years ago. I have a heart problem. You know, my mother died of a heart attack at 52, and. My uh, uh, aunt got her first heart attack at 39, and my cousin died at 49. So one side of the family has that uh, problem. But I was having a lot of chest problems, and my doctor, Dr. Schneer, uh, you know, I asked him, what about Lipitor? Because Lipitor is supposed to be the solution. I just saw a commercial where a guy takes Lipitor, and suddenly he goes from being in a bed uh, looking terrible to be dancing with his wife on a <laughs> beach in Hawaii. And I took Lipitor, and I was one of the seven percent or whatever it was my son had to rush me to the emergency oh no so yeah because it just i was allergic and then i met the guy who invented lipitor down in florida he's a nice guy and he said well it's only a few people (laughs) it's always the only the few people that are that are there so the visual dominates i didn't pay attention to all of those you know little signs a little under voice in the commercial that saying that Lipitor can be dangerous to this percentage of people, and if you can't move your head, and if the room's spinning around, and if you feel like you're dying, go pick up a phone and call somebody and walk to the hospital. You know, this is so the visual is so powerful that people, um, but they have to have a propensity for it, and this is where it gets more difficult, and, you know, I'm giving you my culture-wise wisdom. Uh, Not everybody wants to copy violence. Uh, uh, Most people just ignore it. Some people get afraid of it. Some people just want to see more. But there is those group, those kids, boys and girls, that want to copy violence, about 7 to 11 percent, according to hundreds of thousands of studies. Not everybody wants to do drugs, but there are those people that, you know, watch alcohol or drug um, movies with it, and they want to copy it. It's about 25 percent, according to my alma mater, Dartmouth, which has done a lot of research in there after I gave a talk up there. They went and did the research. Not everybody wants to, uh, you know, not every girl who watches beautiful celebrities and things on TV gets a self-esteem problem, but 66 percent do. So the question is, uh, maybe we worry about that 66 percent, but why shouldn't we worry as much about the the boy who watches something and thinks this is going to be fun? Because every week, I guarantee you, we get some article in Movie Guide that uh, some kid is, uh, has been influenced. And, of course, it's always the gun's fault. Mm, you know, yeah. it's it, the funny thing is that it's not the intelligence. It's not where they grew up. A lot of the people who went off and, and uh, you know, murdered people were Ph.D. candidates. The more intelligent you are, the more influenced you are by the visual. Mm-hmm. The more intelligent you are, the more influenced you are by the 
alcohol, the pornography, the drugs, and the suicide. So the people that have copied 13 Reasons Why are intelligent kids like my friend's son, and they're, you know, they're just being set up by, uh, by just callous and miserable people that don't care about life. Mm. Tell you what, I couldn't uh, hardly agree. And when you think about uh, the young kids today and the access to stuff and try and keep up with it, it's just uh, it's just ridiculous. Now, when, when you look at this and you see a study like this that, you know, charts rate of, uh, of suicides and the fact that this type of content is really having an issue, it sort of reminds me of uh, the ridiculous controversy we have now about whether or not we have a crisis on the southern border one thing that's beginning to frustrate me more and more in this society is we all know it we all see it but yet we play games and the kids keep dying and uh you know the immigrants keep coming across and america just sort of sits around because we are so narcissistic and as long as we're not interrupting you know our paycheck that we you know we may make a half million dollars a year but we're living paycheck to paycheck I mean, you know, the fact that we know that these kids need our love and our help, but yet we just sit back and forth and knowing it's in front of us, but yet we deny the truth. Well, you know, California is probably the worst. Actually, people are shipping their uh, their immigrants and their homeless to California, not only because of the sanctuary state, because there's, a, you know, a lot of our money is diverted to taking care of them. So if you drive on the freeways through formerly very safe, respectable neighborhoods, I was with somebody last night who does ADT, one of the top 26 people at the security ADT, and um I said, even gated communities are getting robbed. They're getting robbed by these people. And you drive along the 405 and the 101, one of the busiest intersections of the world, and you see big camps. I mean, camps of people that don't have homes. Mm-hmm. You know, and the government just sends them in there like a, you know, like a swarm of. And these people need something more than just being living on the edge of society and becoming criminals in nice neighborhoods. And uh, unfortunately, we've lost our way. And uh, and when we see pictures of California, we see pictures of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Nobody knows. The yeah. picture dominates. Oh, isn't that a beautiful place? In fact, one of my children who doesn't live here uh, said, well, this is, you're one of the wealthiest cities in the world. Well, nobody looks at the underside of what's going on in California. You know that. Yeah, it is. It's pretty. And then you look at even from your area on up the coast to uh, to San Francisco and just just walking distance from uh, Nancy Pelosi's gated community. And you see people that are living there. And and it's a it's it's just it's incredible to me where the people of California, where you see one issue, you got a huge problem and you got uh, an issue to where you're subsidizing all that. But yet the people don't. The people don't rise up. But anyway, we got to go. It's about a minute out. But uh, as always, Dr. Ted Bear, you uh, are stimulating in in discussion and thought process. And, of course, he is the founder and publisher of Movie Guide. You can find out more. By the way, those articles come out on a constant basis. And uh, go check out some of the archives at movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. Dr. Ted Bear, as always, uh, health to uh, you and your family. And thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Have a great day. Take care. All right, that's going to wrap up this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we have certainly been delighted to have you with us. I want to remind you that the podcast will be available 
at letstalkfaith.com. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on his edition of his radio program today, Living Truth, The Key to Spiritual Growth, that's part one. The Key to Spiritual Growth, part one. Well, been a very busy week. We expect the legislature to wrap things up this week with the vote on the budget, and next week we'll begin to look at some of the things that passed you this year. But until then, hey, have a wonderful weekend, and tune in to Folks and the Family tomorrow from Times Square. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.